Welcome to the Nature Reliance Podcast, where we explore the history and practical experience of the great outdoors and discover new ways to connect with nature. I'm Craig Cottle, your guide through the fascinating world of natural living and survival skills through experiential education and interviews. Today's episode is brought to you by the Nature Reliance School Online Membership, an immersive online learning experience designed for outdoor enthusiasts just like you. Are you passionate about the outdoors? Do you crave more knowledge about disaster readiness, wilderness survival, bushcraft, tracking, and nature awareness? If so, the Nature Reliance School online membership is your gateway to a community of like-minded individuals, all dedicated to learning and sharing essential outdoor skills. With the Nature Reliance School online membership, you get exclusive access to a wealth of resources, including expert-led tutorials, interactive webinars, and a library of engaging courses, downloadable books, and documents. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced outdoorsman, there's always something new to learn. So don't wait. Click on the link below to join the Nature Reliance School online membership today. Embrace the wilderness, enhance your skills, and become part of a community that values nature as much as you do. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Director of Nature Reliance School here with you today for another one of our short form podcasts. But as I'm looking at this information I wanted to share today, I'm thinking it might be a little bit longer than our 10 or 15 minutes. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it takes us. But here's what uh, I love doing. I love doing everything I can to make particularly survival training simple. Simple is best when it comes to anything that you have to complete under stress. A couple of weeks ago, I spent a fair amount of time with a, let's say, high-speed, low-drag unit of about 200 soldiers teaching them some topics that I teach. And being around the military and me personally never being in the military, one of the things that always jumps out at me is the use of acronyms. There was a, there was a vehicle there. It was kind of a new vehicle. It's, I don't think it's something that's publicly known yet, but uh, I asked one of the lieutenants that was there, hey, what's that? vehicle. He said, it's so-and-so is acronym. I said, what's that stand for? He said, I have no idea, no idea. (laughs) So, but anyway, uh, acronyms are really widely used in the military and a lot of them will just take on their own meaning. What I wanted to do was there's several that, well, there's a couple that we use inside of our nature reliance school classes that I wanted to go over. And there's a couple more uh, that one of them's real popular that we don't use, but it is popular. And I think it's got some good information in it and it's worth sharing. And then yet I have another one. This is what prompted me to do this podcast is I was listening to another podcast and I will link to it in the description below on the Art of Manliness podcast. There was a guy there. He was a neurosurgeon and he studied philosophy when he was in undergrad and what have you. He does a whole lot of building mindset development for different people. Like he's uh, he goes to West Point and teaches every year. Not a regular position there, but he goes there and teaches and he teaches corporate entities and and a whole lot of other people. But the podcast there was on cognitive dominance, which, again, I'll have a link for it in the description below. It is one of the better podcasts I've listened to in a long time. So check it out. Listen to it. And there's a whole lot more. But he had an acronym there that that I think he actually came up with for his book. It really goes along with one of the ones that we use, but it also kind of tweaks and looks at it from a different perspective. And I want to share it today, too, 
for your use. And it might be something you think, man, I really like that. And I can use that. The first one I wanted to go over is one that most everyone I'm guessing have heard before. And that's just kiss it. K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, sometimes in different audiences and different groups of people I might be teaching, I might call it keep it simple, silly. But basically the idea is you want to do what I said at the beginning of this podcast, which is you want to make sure that you keep everything as simple as possible without complicating things, whether that is your mindset, your skills, your tactics, or gear. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is that you're utilizing, you want to make sure that you keep it simple because simple is where it's at when it comes to performing and getting things done under stress. The next one is one that we use on a, well, let's go over the other one that we don't use that I think is a good one. And that is literally the acronym SURVIVAL. This was first put together by the United States military a number of years ago. And I see a lot of skills, oh, I'm sorry, a lot of schools utilizing it as a foundational principle for teaching. We never have, not that we think it's bad, I actually really like it. I like when other people are using it. It's just the style and what we do and in, in the way we do classes, it just, I just didn't feel like it worked out to our curriculum. But it's literally the acronym for, for the word SURVIVAL. S equals size up the situation. You look at your surroundings, you look at your equipment, your gear, you take stock of your physical condition, those that are with you, yourself, what have you. You in survival is undue haste makes waste and use your senses. In our classes, I call it, you don't, you, survival is a lazy man's game. You don't want to burn any more energy than you have to. You don't want to burn any more water up than you have to because you want to be able to maintain those things in your body so you don't have to find them in your environment. R is remember where you are. Remember that in relationship to your navigation. If that's something that you have a skill for, land navigation, map and compass skills, uh, GPS skills. If you don't have those, then check our classes out. We'd love to help you with that. Pick up our book, Essential Wilderness Navigation. I'll have a link for that down below too. V is vanquish, panic, and fear. This is a big one. And I really like that this is in there. We use something else in our classes, but the Key here is we have a tendency when we're in a, a real survival situation, whether it's we've got a hurricane bearing down on us and we've got to get out and we can't get out, uh, traffic's backed up, or uh, we are lost in a wilderness situation because we were deer hunting and we got lost or whatever has happened. We've gone out west backpacking and the trail markers weren't really what we expect them to be and we get turned around. You'll have a tendency to want to get fearful, to have panic, and you you can't let that happen. You've got to be in control of that. One of the best things you can do is just stop and breathe. I is improvise. You know, the United States Marine Corps is really good about adapt, improvise, and overcome. And that's been a message that they've taught Marines for, you know, years now. I like it. I really like that. Improvisation is one of the better things that I see in survival training. I think where we take it too far in the survival community, uh, perhaps in the survival industry, if you will, is where you start utilizing the things that you can improvise as the thing you go to. I usually call it you go into the hacks when you don't need to go to the hacks. You know, don't pack a pack of crayons to use a fire starter when you can actually pack fast fire or jutuan or something that's a much superior source for fire starting or something like that. Don't don't depend upon and this is a stupid one I know, forgive me for even bringing it up, but don't don't carry around cuz I've seen people that have actually done this. Don't carry around wasp spray. I used to teach self-defense a lot, you all. Uh, as a means of self-defense, when you should have just clear, solid self-defense skills. And it's silly. But anyway, improvising is good. It's just, 
if you have time for planning, then take care of the resources that you have, utilize them instead. V is value life. One of the big things that comes out of this is you don't take unnecessary risk, so you value your own life. You don't take unnecessary risk with others. You've got to look at what most people call risk versus reward, and that's really critical. Making sure that you know risk versus reward, and you know if you do something, what are you going to get out of it? If there's not much you're going to get out of, if you're not going to get anything out of it, is it worth doing? So value life. A, and this is a big one, I love this, act like the natives. For over 10,000 years, humans have lived on the planet, and those humans have done remarkable things to stay alive. And so that's why I personally am a fan of primitive skills. I'm not a primitive technologist by any stretch of the imagination, not like anything at all. Like I, I, There's no way I could teach flint napping. There's no way that I could teach most of the skills that get clumped into or dropped into primitive skills. But I do study them. And I do know a few of them for the sake of survival, because these people that existed for thousands of years without anything that we have living basically off the land in the environment, they know how to take care of themselves. And so I think it's pretty critical that we at least study them from a secondary level. And if you enjoy it, I mean, I've got some really good friends that are, you know, literally, I don't know if the right way to say it is professional primitive technologists, but man, they're really good at various aspects of that practice. And and so it's, it's not a bad way to be. I mean, it's good stuff. L is live by your wits and learn basic skills. Can't say it enough, but the basics are critical. The basics in basketball is being able to hit free throws. The basics of baseball is keeping your eye on the ball. The basics of survival is learn basic skills like don't injure yourself when you don't need to. Don't take unnecessary risks like we mentioned before. Learn how to build a fire. There's three things to make a fire. Know some fundamental knots. You don't have to know 20 knots. Know a couple of traps. You don't have to know 50 traps. You don't have to know a ton of stuff, but know some of the fundamentals for the areas that you find yourself in. So again, that is survival as it relates to the United States military. It's an acronym they use for many years. The next one is another one that came out of the United States military We actually adapted this a little bit, and I was actually, after I did this, I read a book by Cody Lundeen, and he actually used it too. So I'm sure he probably thinks I stole it from him, but I kind of came up with this idea myself, and I guess he did probably before I did, but I hadn't read his book at that time. But it's one of those things that uh, the STOP acronym, let me me get right to it, the STOP acronym, and I I added an A to it, to STOPA. The STOPA acronym is Stop, Think, Observe, Plan, and Actively Stay Alive. Okay, so what I mean by that, you've got to have survival sort of like this, but it's so more comprehensive. And that's why we don't use the survival acronym. But what we did want to get across to our student base that study with us in classes is, hey, here's how you handle yourself under stress. STOPA is how we go about it. First, we have all these physiological problems that happen to when we get stressed, whether it's a survival situation or a a fight situation, self-defense situation. So the first thing we do is we literally stop. That's what the S means in stop or STOPA. You stop and sit down. That allows your adrenaline to uh, dissipate through the body. You you get your hearing back. You get all your vision back because you get tunnel vision when you get stressed. Blood pressure rise. That comes back in your lower blood pressure. You have a decrease in heart rate. All these things that happen that cause, that are a result of stress, these physiological problems, by stopping what you're doing, they start to self-correct. 
And so that's why we recommend people to literally stop. T is think. And the way we use this, and I know other people use it differently, but the way we use this is we teach people to think about what they have on them. So the first thing that you basically take stock of is what do I have in my pockets? If I'm in a vehicle, what do I have in my vehicle? If I do have a a go bag, what do I put in it? And what do I have in the one that I ended up with or whatever? The things that you brought with you, the gear pieces that you have that are on you all the time that you bring with you on a daily basis or in your vehicle or in a special spot, that's what think is for. Once you go through the think process, you will probably recognize, hey, I'm missing something. And that's what we use the O for to observe your surroundings. And that means, hey, I don't have a knife. So what can I utilize as a cutting tool that's in my immediate vicinity? And I'm not saying you have to be able to flint knife, flint knife or anything like that so you can create a knife. But what kind of things have an edge on it that I could use to cut cordage if I don't have a knife? What kind of things can from the environment can I utilize to build a shelter if I don't have a tarp or a garbage bag? The P is you make a plan. I think this is a critical part of this where you have to communicate with other people as effectively as you can. And it's a big part of the what we do in survival training with whoever we're working with, whether we're working in the United States military, civilians, or whoever. One of the things that we want to emphasize with the P is you got to look around, see who's got what skills, who's got gear, who's got mindset for that matter, and utilize them when and where you can. Everybody's going to have to be doing something. And the reason we want people doing something, even if it's just simply sitting there and encouraging people, you know, it could be that you have an older person with you that they can't get physical, they can't get up and get anything. Well, at the very least, encourage them to be the encourager of the group. Hey, you're doing a good job. Thank you for doing that. Because in a survival situation, working with other people, this is why we plan. We plan on what we're going to do if we're solo, but we also need to develop a plan as a group. Hey, you're going to do this. I'm going to do this on and on and on. And then A, the piece that I added, and again, as I mentioned, I read, uh, I can't remember what Cody Lundeen actually means by his A, actively stay alive. But the way I use it is that you actively stay alive in your head. You have a reason to live. You have a reason to get home. You have a reason that you want to do the things you need to do to be able to stay alive in a survival situation. So that is KISS, and that is STOPA, and that is survival. The last one that I got out of this podcast, uh, I was on the road last night for a trip, short trip up to uh, Cincinnati area. And again, this neurosurgeon came up with, I think he did, it's, at least it's in his book. He wasn't real clear if he came up with it or if he got it somewhere else. And it doesn't matter. I'm sharing it with you. So you use it the way you want to. He called it the I rise concept or acronym and way of looking at things. The I is identify what it is that you see. Well, let me take a step back. Why are we utilizing this? We're going to utilize this just like we use STOPA. Basically, you find yourself in a stressful situation. How do you handle yourself? What do you do? Again, the I in I rise is identify what you see. Take stock of what you're looking at. What's the situation? What's the pe- Who are the people with you? What kind of gear do you have with you in that, at that initial setup. The R is reject your initial impulse. I think this is a debatable topic from a survival perspective. I totally understand where he's coming from. And again, I'd highly recommend that podcast. You'll see what I'm talking about when you listen to him. In a wilderness situation, a survival situation in particular, or disaster readiness, here's what he's getting at. Your initial impulse comes from fight or flight, which is just move and get out of the way. Just go somewhere. Just do something. 
there's value in that and that that's basically pushing us off the X. And I think that the reason that's built into us naturally, and he goes into a great explanation from a, from a mental standpoint as a neurosurgeon, how our brain works and how he calls it brain 1.0 and 2.0. And, and I've heard it called different ways, but brain 1.0 is what I've referred to in previous podcasts as the lizard brain, the part of our brain that we're born with that tells us that heights are scary and that snakes are bad and any these number of things that are sort of built into us. And so we have to learn how to rationalize through those. He is saying that sometimes that the initial impulse is something that you have to reject. I kind of get that. That's a little bit debatable. Uh, but again, listen to him, and I think you'll understand why he says that. But I think we have to rationalize our way through these situations, and that's where I think the R comes in. The second I in I rise is inventory what is around you and others. Again, this is where, again, you're focusing a lot of attention on, hey, this is where in T, in Stopa, we talk about, hey, what do you have on you? What, what do you have around you? What kind of things that you can utilize to affect your survival? S is stabilize. You know, stabilization means you act at the lowest cost. He was speaking of it from a neurosurgeon standpoint, is that you want to buy some time, basically. Uh, when he's doing brain surgery, for example, you if, if you've got somebody that you're having trouble with, whether it's during a surgery or after surgery, what he's describing, what I, I would like to utilize this for, and, and again, I like this, is you have to take a look at what is the lowest cost of calories and water for you in a survival situation. You don't want to be engaged in activity just to be engaged in activity. You want to be doing things that are productive. You don't want to be wasting energy and wasting water that's in your body because you're up collecting firewood that's wet and it's not going to work. You know, if it's soaking wet, it's not going to work. That's another thing to consider is stabilize. So I rise. And then the last is E is evaluate. So you look at alternate solutions. You look at contingencies. This is this goes back to what I was talking about earlier that the Marine Corps does so well, which is adapt, improvise, and overcome. You literally take a look at what's going on, and then you take yourself outside the box and think way outside the box sometimes to come up with another solution. And then you evaluate that solution. Does that work? Does that sound probable? Statistically, is that a good idea that I engage in that? Again, I rise. And all these put together, KISS, STOPA, survival, I rise. I think they're great. You find the ones that work for you. Obviously, we've made our case in classes and in previous podcasts on Stopa in particular and Kiss It. We talk about that pretty often. Survival, I love. I think it's just a lot of stuff to remember, and I'm not about memorization for the sake of memorization. And I rise is real simple. I really like it. I think this guy's got a good uh, a good way of looking at things. So that's it. All hail the survival acronyms. You use whatever works for you. Even if I don't use it in our classes, you find what works for you. At Nature Reliance School, our whole goal really is to help people get outside and to help you do so safely. And particularly while you're out there, do a lot of cool stuff, see more stuff that you might not have seen prior to that day when you were there. So we try to help people with that. But sometimes that includes stuff that we don't teach. And so it's it's all about you doing you, not you doing me or you not doing one of the other instructors at Nature Reliance School. So as always with Nature Reliance School, though, you got to remember this, right? Come on, join in. Let's learn together.
And that wraps up another fantastic episode of the Nature Blinds podcast. I hope today's journey has inspired you to explore and connect with the natural world in new and exciting ways. Before I say goodbye, remember to check out the Nature Blind School online membership. If today's episode sparked your interest in wilderness skills and outdoor adventures, this online community is the perfect place for you to start or continue your journey. You can currently sign up for a year for only $99 and get two months for free. Click the link below to discover a world of expert-led courses, engaging content, and a vibrant community eager to share their knowledge and experiences. Whether you're starting your outdoor journey or looking to deepen your existing skills, the Nature Reliance School online membership is here to guide you. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe for more adventures and share this podcast with your fellow nature enthusiasts. Until next time, come on, join in. Let's learn together.